Damn it. Motherfucker, what the fucking fuck? Oh my god, what the fuck? Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to Beetlecast. It's good to see you again. I'm not angry about anything. I was just kidding around. I hope you're all good. I, I've i been watching a lot of angry video game nerd, and he's just like, I, I like his angry vibes. He's like, I'd rather eat the rotten asshole of a cat that died on the side of the road two weeks ago and was shit on by a buzzard. And I just, I love him. I love, if you guys have never checked him out, you should. Um, Dude, you ever watch AVGN? What the fucking fuck? Give me a fucking rolling rock. I need to get the... F- <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. So He's going to take you back I'll to the be- past and play the shitty games yeah. of suck ass. Yeah. I'm, I'm acquainted. We'd rather have a buffalo. <laughs> no, the... Uh, no, the uh, dude, sometimes I'll just be... Uh, me, me and Tatiana will be... So, for example, actually, this is a good subject to get into. We were watching the uh, we watched the Nintendo the the live that they did the uh, reveal that they did a few days ago. Oh, the Pokemon one. And with the, yeah, with Pokemon, oh. yeah, the Pokemon company doing like Pokemon Snap and and uh, all that stuff. And uh, Tatiana, she like turned to me after it, and you know, she was like, "What did you think?" And I said one word. I said, "Ass." <laughs> 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 dude i love that guy james ralph dude he's like so fucking he's a he's a genius he man. Well, and he's been doing he deserves it for, every ounce of success he's been doing it for so long and yet it's still funny and also his cinemassacre stuff is really good too <laughs> it is it's great i i i i love i love 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 and i i love how he like has his stuff crossover too like he has a uh, angry video game nerd. Then he has board James, mm-hmm. and he's done um, he's done crossovers where like board James walks into the walks into the bathroom and looks in the mirror, and he's the nerd. <laughs> and that's the funniest part too is that everybody calls him nerd. Like the the Aladdin console one, mm-hmm. where where the you know the genies all sitting there <laughs> dancing. He's like, I'm gonna help you, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Okay, but that's definitely word up to AVGN, man. I'm hoping when we get back out in conventions, we can cross paths with him. I'd love to meet him. That would be beautiful. But uh, it would. I got to get a picture with with the nerd man. I have to. Um, but so the thing is, is uh, actually, you know what? Uh, we 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 fucks with video games. I got a few video game related things to tell you about. Oh, yeah, man, to talk about. The first one is that pokemon live stream did you did you uh witness the disaster the ass is the ass disaster uh, i okay so can i can i start with this one and just go ahead and hit like the single positive that's on the entire thing people uh will have better dental hygiene um I mean, there is that, but uh, the only <laughs> yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> the only positive that I saw on that is that after twenty motherfucking goddamn shit tangling years, yes, shit tangling, shit tangling years, we're finally getting a new Pokemon Snap game. Finally, great, cool. Maybe 
Maybe Pokemon Snap will be the game that everybody wanted the new ones to be. I I doubt it the, though. The dream, but past that, um, go in, go in, Dev, go in. Okay, one sec. I gotta I gotta cough this out real quick. What the fuck is the Pokemon company thinking? They didn't even have to do a live. Nope. All they had to do was have two words flash across that screen. Can you guess those two words? Not sure, but go for it. Not sure. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah. If you like Pokemon since the beginning with red and blue, fuck you. If you've been waiting for a game with a little bit of fucking divergence and any kind of plot or anything like that, fuck you. If you're one of the fans waiting for us to remake one of our old games because they were one of the last games that were any good, Diamond and Pearl, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> okay? If you care about this franchise at all, Fuck you. You know why? Because Nintendo got late. Uh, the, those guys, all of them, got late on the fucking microtransaction-ridden fucking mobile gaming bus. And now they want that sweet, sweet cheddar. So they released three apps. Three apps. Do you motherfuckers not understand what I'm saying here? Three, three. apps. One game was announced. Three apps. And then the end of it, they're like, oh yeah, by the way, make sure to fucking check out our new DLC. That's three hours long. It's three hours long and has like two new Pokemon or some shit. And they're like, you can Gigantamax any Pokemon that can do it. It's like, no, we, we want, we want new Pokemon. And then, and then they finally released the fucking, they finally released the patch. They had all the Pokemon they were holding back. Why were you holding it back? Were you making new models? No. no. <laughs> fucking assholes. I, you know, my wife, Tatiana. Is like the biggest Pokey fan in the history of history. You can call her right now and you can say, yo, I'm in this battle and playing Pokemon Red from back in the day on an emulator, right? I'm, I'm in this battle, man. I'm fighting a Wellord, okay? He keeps doing rollout. I mean, it was one of the old Pokemon games that happened. It wasn't the first one, though. Wellord wasn't yeah. one of the originals, I don't think. But still, at the same time, you get my point. I'm fighting a Wellord. He keeps doing rollout. What Pokemon can I use? that will uh, work against him if I have it trained properly and I do all the grinding. And she will tell you. She'll be like, well, you could go with Raichu, but his speed stat might not be good enough to beat Rollout, so maybe you should try Electabuzz. Okay, like, she's crazy. And so, like, the thing is, is I just watch her heart break more every single time the Pokemon Company releases <laughs> anything. Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh yeah, we made a game that was total ass- and nobody liked it, and fucking the only people that liked it were 10-year-olds, because that's about the age range that it was meant for, and fucking, we're not gonna fucking remake the old games that you guys like, and when we finally do, we're gonna charge out the nose for them, okay, for a game you've already played that we're not gonna give any meaningful improvement to besides fucking graphics, but we're Nintendo, so the graphics aren't gonna be that good, don't get your expectations up, we're not talking about The Witcher here, okay? Or fucking Horizon Zero Dawn or something like that, or Red Dead. You know what I mean? Don't do it. Don't, don't do it. You know, there's a quote, and I heard it in a Macklemore song, but fucking, I'm sure that Macklemore found it from somebody who's, you know, awesome. And um, it's uh, expectation only leads to disappointment, right? Yep. So, like, fucking, like, that's what it's been with these guys. And, like, me, I'm impartial. <laughs> like, I'm like, whatever, Pokemon Company. Like, you, you have the biggest franchise in the world. But then have AAA games come out that have undersized budgets, 
for the biggest franchise in the world. We should have done had an open world Pokemon game like Breath of the Wild. It should have been done already. We should have it in our hands. We should be playing it. But instead, these fucks want to fuck around. And the reason is because people will keep buying it. Yep. Now, here's my theory. What up? Harry Potter, which there's problems with J.K. Rowling and all that stuff happened with her being a transphobe asshole. But setting that aside for just a second. Specifically talking about the the franchise itself right now. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Harry Potter, okay? As a franchise, it came out when some people were kids. And what happened was as those people grew up, Harry Potter got more mature, right? Mm -hmm. And so you get to the end where, like, the themes attacked in the last two Harry Potter movies uh, and books, or the last book, are very mature. They're very deep. They're very interesting. And um, so, like, basically it aged up with the fans. And so what happens is is that the younger fans can still find the earlier stuff and then age up with it as well and have that process, except it's a lot shorter. Um, but for the older fans, that stuff is there for them. So we know what happens, right? We know right. that Harry Potter becomes an Auror. We know that he marries Ginny Weasley. We know that stuff. Yeah. The kids don't really care about that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They care about the, the, the magic and stuff, you know? Okay, cool. Get this. Pokemon didn't do that. Nope. Pokemon decided that they always wanted to... Okay. I got it. I got it. I just figured mm-hmm. this out. It just occurred to me. What up? Matthew McConaughey in that one movie. When he's talking about dating high school oh. girls. I keep, I keep getting older and they stay the same age. Right? Yeah. Like, he said it in more, much more sleazy way. But... That's that's what he said. He said, I keep getting older. They keep staying the same. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what the Pokemon company is doing. They're like Bart Simpson. They never want to age out. Yep. So you got apps now that are focused on kids, right? Which is fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's an evil thing. I'm not saying anything like that. What I'm saying is they're more focused on indoctrinating new kids into the Pokemon universe than they are with um, keeping the, the, the people happy that grew up with it. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. Per capita, this is fact. This is why the toys industry is such a big deal and why it's permeated basically every form of media we have. Per capita, believe it or not, people who have no income, children, have more money at their at, at their fingertips than adults do. Yeah, easily believable. And the reason is because they bug their parents. Yep. And so they, they, like, they just said, fuck that. We're not going to age it up at all. Guys, I want you to picture something. Loyal, beautiful listeners of Beetlecast, I want you to picture something. This is something me and Tatiana talked about the other day. The game opens up. It's a new Pokemon game. It's got next-gen graphics instead of previous two-gen graphics like the one that came. It seriously looked like a 3DS game with a little bit of upscale resolution. A little. Anyway, you open it up, and you see kind of current-gen graphics because it is still Nintendo we're fucking talking about. And you see two people. You see Oak or some other guy named after a tree. And you see Giovanni or some other guy that, you know, has a criminal organization. And they say, what's your name? And you're like, Devin. And they're like, are you ready to receive everything you ever wanted? (laughs) Do you want to complete your Pokedex or do you want to rule the world? And you make your choice. And then you wake up from a dream. It was a dream. And you go, and but you make your determination in the night during that dream. You make your determination. I'm either going to go complete my Pokedex or I'm going to go become a leader of a criminal organization. And it's two campaigns. 
and basically they run concurrently. So what happens is, is that, um, and you can play in both, but what'll happen is if you play as the rocket, you will encounter the protagonist of the, of the other one. And if you play as the protagonist, you encounter the rocket person who's rising through the ranks. Mm -hmm. And that becomes your rival. You see what I'm saying? Now, and then at the you see at the end you have to make a moral choice. Mm -hmm. Like you can be rocket and at the end realize that they're corrupt or whatever organization mm -hmm. and realize they're corrupt and realize they're doing the wrong thing. Like you're making deals with people like now there is a Pokemon ROM hack, uh Fire Red, yeah, that goes into this and it's wonderful. I played it. But a current gen one with an open world that did that would blow people's mind balls. Like there would be no going back from that. It would re it would reshape the entire paradigm. So kids could play the protagonist because they want to be good. And they want to collect all the Pokemon. Gotta catch them all, you know? And then the adults who are old and bitter and pissed off because of years of abuse by the Pokemon company can play the evil organization and exploit Pokemon for their own gain. How hard is this? So... Ghostbody, just I'll, I'll, before you go into yeah. it, I just want to know how hard were you jerking off while I was talking about this game? <laughs> I was too. But let's uh, go ahead and realize this. One, it would be two separate games in order to be able to do that because it's the Pokemon company we're dealing with here. They're not we're we're not amateurs. They're going to make you buy the same game twice. But in this case, it would actually be something different twice. Um, or they'll just come out with four of them because they're absolute bastards. Two. Um, yeah, that idea would actually end up selling significantly more than the, like, kind of boilerplate Pokemon games that we've had for the last 20 years. Um, three, Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness is an underrated masterpiece, and people need to understand that that game actually happened. Uh, four, Pokemon XD Gale, <laughs> Gale of Darkness has a similar-ish idea, but I would also say for your um, becoming the head of the Eagle organization or working through the ranks, you steal out of people's Pokemon that's not the rival. And yeah, that's the same way that uh, the, the Rocket Edition of Fire Red yeah. or whatever yeah. worked as well. Yeah. Um, because they took that idea straight from Gale of Darkness. Um, and yeah, that would be a significantly better way in order to handle the Pokemon franchise. Like, at le And also, five... All I want to do is when I get into a Pokemon game, I can hit that hit that right analog stick, tilt that camera up, and see the full sky. Why? Because that means that I actually have full control of my fucking character. Um, Isn't that ridiculous? They still have locked yeah. cameras in these games. Yeah, it, it, like uh, there there is so much that disappoints me in in like the, the Pokemon. I don't know what they were thinking when it came to that particular direct. Like, all you needed to do was just show, like, the Pokemon DLC and say, hey, we got Pokemon Snap coming. You could have literally, you literally could have did that in a Twitter post. Like, it... And I understand that people are extremely happy about it. And for those people, I'm glad for you. But the problems that we're running into, really, is that that franchise is stalling... Much as the reason that you were saying that, like, 
they're trying to focus on indoctrinating the younger generations and not really doing much anything for the older fans. But the older fans are also the ones that are also willing to throw money into beam for Nintendo for anything they end up doing whenever it comes to the Pokemon in general. Like, hell, Nintendo in general, let alone just Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, fuck. All you gotta do is look at how well Animal Crossing sold, and that's a game where you are literally doing nothing. <laughs> like, I I hate to be that person because I do own the game, and I have played it pretty decently, not to the same extent a lot of people have, but you are not doing anything particularly different than stuff in daily life, like paying bills and things of that sort. It's presented in a much kinder format, and it's a much less stressful endeavor, sure, in comparison to regular life and being an adult, things of that sort. And I see where people enjoy that. Also, people that have God complexes. But it's but Pokemon specifically, you they've they've lost they've they lost the goat. They lost the goat like ten plus years ago. They lost the goat after gold heart gold and soul silver. Like after that, which are in my opinion the best Pokemon games, personally. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, they essentially like when they redid those, they they did it right at that time for the detective they were running off of and everything that they were doing. They did it right, and then they saw them. They saw the Mareep, and they just had to fuck it. <laughs> they saw that electric. I like sheep, that reference. And they just had to stick. They had to stick. They had to stick the genitals in and get that shock, but they have, but they didn't come back to life. They died more inside. Those fucking assholes. Those fucking assholes. Literally, fucking Marie's asshole. But fucking Marie's <laughs> asshole. But I, I don't know if a Marie has a pussy or not. I, I, not we'll just we'll just say we'll just say asshole. Both. No matter. Somebody what Google it for us. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will do the math on that. But <laughs> my and the thing is that. I the, the 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 shocker part is that they did this direct, and I know that this is not a fair comparison because these are two entirely different situations, but they did that direct a week after the fucking Sony direct the Sony uh, state of play, where in which they showed the new PS5 and stuff, which I know that isn't necessarily a big thing for you because you lean more Xbox primarily, but you did have a PS4 at one I point. I do love so. PlayStation though. I'm excited about that new Horizon game. Oh yeah, dude, that's fucking. Up. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But um, oh goodness, I, I I tuned in a little late to that, and I and I watched like a re and I saw read a recap on it. It's like oh, I didn't miss anything. I saw Pokemon Snap. I saw the DLC. Cool. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's just so, like, dude, it's like, just like to, to scale it down a little bit, it's like if Beetlemote is like, it's like, I don't even know how to come up with a, it's really hard. It's like, to, it's, like mm. it's like if we said we're going to come out with this new line of shirts and it's going to have awesome graphics on it, it's going to look really cool, it's going to be super high quality. It's going to be, oh, you know what? Actually, I got it. Hmm. Nin, uh, those companies, like, it's not, it's not, I, I'm not going to relate with Beetlemo because I'm not going to put that evil on me. To, we'll never do that. Uh, exactly. But, like, it's, this is, this is the game company equivalent of Bethesda's canvas bags. <laughs> For those who <laughs> do right. not remember, Fallout 76 came out two years ago now, a year, you know, two years ago now. 
I think it is. Um, Feels it, like it's been forever. I know, right? This is this fucking year. Anyway, uh, it came out. A, it came out a while ago, and for the collector's edition, they were supposed to come with quite a few different things. One of them being um, canvas bags. Those canvas bags ended up being nylon bags that were actually of absolute shit shit quality. Later down the line, people were able to send in the, like get a um, get a number, do it, put in a request in order to get the actual canvas bags, which were given to influencers beforehand. So that makes it even worse. But then, also as a side note, people were able to get other people's information off of the Bethesda website because of the way that the ticket system worked. So. Mm-hmm. It was a clusterfuck all around. And the reason that Dev is talking about this is because you're 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 kind of pulling the rug from under the people who have supported you for such a long time and willing to throw money on the beam in order to support every single thing that you do. And you fucked them. You fucked them. It's a bait and switch. It's an absolute bait and switch. Yeah. The new Pokemon game was a bait and switch. Yeah. It was not... Guys, I don't give a fuck what you say. I, I don't understand. And there's people out there defending it, too. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm not saying, like, it was an unplayable heap of shit. I'm just saying that, look, man, uh, the part that really, I think, summarizes my feelings on the new game to me is the part where you go to the hotel and you have to fight Old Girl or whatever for a second or whatever with Team Yell, which, by the way, Team Yell is the absolute worst team. Marine? The best Mar- team, in my opinion. Like yeah, Mari, Marine, Mar. Yeah. Marty, Marnie, Marnie, Marnie. Marnie. Yeah, her name was Marnie. Here's the thing, right? Team Yell is the worst team. My favorite, my personal favorite is Team Skull, but that's because of how derpy they were. (laughs) Uh, I think Aqua and Magma would probably be debatably the best team, but, um, or Team Rocket just because they got that sick theme song. Team Rocket's rocking, talking trouble, double trouble. (laughs) Oh my God, so good. Anyway, um, so fucking, uh, you go in there. And then you like take care of business in there, and they're like, "Okay, well, go ahead and head to the stadium. It's right down the street to the left." And you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna go ahead to the stadium." Derp, 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 derp. And then you step out, and somebody's like, "I'm here to take you to the stadium." Uh, and then they walk you five steps, and they're like, "Good luck at your tournament." I'm like, "The fuck is so on rails? I might as well be on the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. Like, this is so." And then, and then, oh yeah, that's the worst part. Oh my, I'm so pissed. Huh? I'm gonna let this shit. I'm gonna let. I'm. I'm just gonna let it out because I got. I got. This is stressing me out. I grow more gray hairs. Okay. All right. Then it. it's like okay, we've got the wild area, and in the wild area, we're gonna give you a taste, a glimpse, a look at what <laughs> this game could have been if we gave a single fuck about your opinion. A single flying fuck. Oh, and then don't even get me started on the fact that in the new DLC, you could have a Pokemon follow you around only in the new DLC. They couldn't take the extra 20 minutes that it took to to have a Pokemon follow you around the normal campaign. So fucking, in the DLC it is. So you got your little Pikachu following you around. He's all cute. He's all like, Pika, right? And then as soon as you leave the Isle of Armor, Pikachu is back in his motherfucking shit. And his Pokeball cramped up and being tortured okay i'm saying it's like it's like the lack of effort and the lack of caring because like you guys got to understand like when you're a small when you're like when you're like just starting out and stuff you got to be innovative because you got to be scrappy because people aren't just throwing money at you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean people aren't just like just gonna give up their hard-earned money without knowing you know 
But then what happens is, and I'm so scared of this for beetle milk, and I, I, I will later on down the line, Ghost Body. Mm-hmm. If I fucking, if I succumb to the Bethesda Nintendo way of doing, not Nintendo, Game Freak or Pokemon Company, Game Freak, yeah, Game Freak. If I succumb to this, please play back this podcast for okay. me, okay? Because it terrifies me. All right. So what happens is you get to the point where people are gonna throw money at you no matter what you do. You're Star Wars. You're Star Wars. You can fucking take a shit on video fucking smear it on ray's face and fucking it will sell millions and millions of blu-ray copies it'll stream on fucking disney plus people will actually a lot of people probably i was gonna say hold on a second Dev. you you're, you're onto something but, but that but that's but that's for the cg <laughs> artists to do that's for that's for the cg porn artists to do that's not what, that's oh not my what God, we're that's talking about that. here anyway but but i mean like literally like there's some companies out there that it doesn't matter what they'll do what they do apple Apple has been putting out the same, like, and I like Apple. Don't get me wrong. I'm recording this on an iPad. I got a lot of love for Apple. But, like, the iPhone SE came out, and, like, everybody was like, dude, it's going to be full screen. Like, they could do it. They got the tech, man. They can make it affordable. All this good stuff. Guess what? Same design as the iPhone fucking 8, right? (laughs) They just took them out of the parts bin and just put an updated processor in it. And now the whole tech press is like, it's the best thing to ever happen to phones. It's $399 with an A14 in it. It's so fucking tits. I mean, the screen's really inferior to most other phones out there. It's still an LCD screen, which is garbage. It doesn't have a headphone jack, if I recall correctly, although it might. Still doesn't have micro SD expansion. The screen isn't even full HD. It doesn't have promotion. It doesn't have haptic feedback. It doesn't have any of that stuff. Oh my God, it's the greatest thing in the world. Then Samsung comes out with a phone, right? And, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pump up Samsung here. I'm just saying Samsung comes out with a phone. It's got 120 Hertz refresh rate, micro SD expansion, still no headphone jack assholes. And fucking, it's got all this shit going on. Everybody's like, no, you need to go buy an iPhone because the app store, which I'm just saying, like, it's just like, because you get to a point where no matter what, people will fucking pump you up. If you were out there defending this new Pokemon game as anything other than a fucking playable Pokemon game that you can give to your kid and they can beat with little to no effort, mandated experience share? Guys, mandated experience. I know it probably sounded like I did an awkward cut there. I didn't. I like literally changed on a dime, okay? I That was not a there cut. There was no cuts here. I, it, it occurred to me that they mandated experience share so even if you want to play the game like old school you know when you had the pokemon that you were like training up you got like super bulked up he's like level 20 and all your other pokemon are level eight and so you're like fuck i gotta hit the tall grass you know what i mean (laughs) even if you wanted that you can't in the new pokemon game because experience share is turned on and it cannot be turned off now me i'll be fair and say i like experience share because i don't like grinding I don't enjoy it at all. That's why I don't play cell phone games. Tatiana <laughs> has a library of cell phone games that probably encompasses half the app store, you know? But that's because she likes to grind. She enjoys the grind. She enjoyed old Pokemon games because of the grind. We both beat the new Pokemon game in little to no time with little to no effort mm-hmm. because it's fucking simple, you know? Yeah. And, okay, and so, you know, my friend has a son who's, you know, he's young. I forget his exact age off my top of my head. I think he might be seven. And so he went through and he wrecked all the gym leaders, right? Mm-hmm. And he played the game. We bought it for him and um, for his birthday or Christmas or something. And he went through and he wrecked it and he killed it. And that's awesome. And he was proud. He's like, oh, I'm a Pokemon trainer now. It's the coolest thing in the world. I'm really happy for him. Guess what? We all did the same thing. 
But us adults like might want a little bit of subtlety in our gym leader wrecking. We might want a little bit of effort in our gym leader wrecking. Tatiana, dude, if you could like, I'm surprised that chick don't do nuzlocke runs. Yeah. Because like she would, that, that seems just like something she'd be super into. Um, but really all she's asking for is a Pokemon game with a little bit of challenge and a little bit of variation from that. I'm the bright eyed kid that's going to go do stuff. I'm also a silent protagonist. I'm going to go do stuff. Oh, hey, look, there's my rival. We're best friends. We get along really well. Hi, best friend rival. Hey, yo, fuck I'm going to beat you someday. Fuck hop. Fuck hop. Fuck hop. Hop can. Oh, I, I said that on a live one time and somebody got a you new know, because hops a kid. Hop can go jump off a cliff. Okay, so, which is not much better, but whatever. Yeah, it's my yeah, podcast. Yeah, whatever. Um, so the thing is, is that is that like, uh, you remember back in the, you, the 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 first one or whatever? Like fucking you got you got Zubat Blue, man, you got Gary. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's Get like this, it's just it, it was hard, man. Those I'm like I'm playing the Rocket Edition uh, Pokemon. I've been playing mm-hmm. it. I've been kind of working on that along with. Because I went and got a Samsung. I was iPhone for years, and I went and got a Samsung because I wanted to play emulators. Yep, yep, yep. So I got the Rocket Edition, and then I went and got the uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the original for the Game Boy. Right. And uh, and so I've been alternating back and forth with them when I have a little bit of time to you know play games because I don't have a lot of time. So I've been kind of going back and forth. But like that, the Rocket Edition is actually challenging. Like It's not a simple game. Yeah. And, um, and the, the thing that breaks my heart the thing that like hurts me about it. Have you played it, Ghost Buddy? I know you're aware of it, but have you played it? I have not actually. Play it. Okay. Because I'm going to tell you something. About, I'm going to tell you two things about it that make me want to cry myself to sleep. All right. The first one is that the dialogue is more clever and interesting than any Pokemon game. Okay, that's believable. Any, any mainline Pokemon mm-hmm. game. The second one is that the story is more clever and interesting than any Pokemon game. And a bonus third one, the mechanics are more interesting than except maybe XD Gull Darkness because they copped one of their yeah. main mechanics from it. Okay, so touche on that. But it's just fabulous. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Whoever wrote it, they need to have writing Pokemon games. So and I'm just going to go say, for it, buddy. say something real quick. For a game that has evolution, the game has not evolved at all. That's the biggest issue that we're fucking running into. There is no change. It is a static franchise. You will have more Pokemon introduced. You'll have like slightly different mechanics introduced for like leveling your competition level Pokemon. But even then, that's not too particularly difficult. It's just grind and time that's it like the most interesting stuff for for example the 3ds era the early 3ds era the most interesting things that they had in there were some of the mini games you could play and even dressing up your pokemon and even then like that that got removed yeah they they would come up with a cool mechanic and then the next one they'd be like gone yeah let's replace it with this whack this whack shit let's replace it it sucks nobody likes doing cool stuff like going to casinos Fuck that. That's stupid. Who'd want to go to a casino in a video game? Oh, wait. We have fucking... We have Mario Kart on mobile now, which is essentially a casino. Who wants to go to casinos in video games? Stares directly in the, di- in the eyes of Grand Theft Auto V online. 
it's uh, that I, I've 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 done that casino too in GTA Online. Yeah, I, although I I, I played I played it I played it like I'd go to a normal casino, man. I just put like thirty dollars in my pocket and I go in and I lose it all and I leave. I did the same thing. <laughs> I had like millions of dollars and I still did that. I was like, yeah, yeah I don't want to blow all my money at this right? casino. But that is just okay. Oh my god. Ah, the the true gale of darkness is the the gale of gale force winds um it's the gale of fucking it's just it's the darkness of knowing that you've grown up mm-hmm. and you can never go home and if you try to go home the pokemon company reminds you that you can't go home yeah everybody go out get some emulators and play some ROM hacks. Yeah. That's the only way you're getting a good Pokemon game. Yeah. You're not going to get it from from the Pokemon company or yeah. Game Freak. It's not happening. Tatiana keeps every single generation. She keeps saying it. Maybe this will be the one. This will be the one. We buy every single one of them too. Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the one. It's not. It's, no, it's not going to be the one. However. So, uh, another one of those weird, weird, awkward kind of cuts to another subject. I bought Aftermath for Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, yeah. So, how are you enjoying the Windy Boy? <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know who he was before playing Aftermath. Really? And so, uh, yeah, I had no idea. Huh. I, I played basically every Mortal Kombat game ever, huh. except for maybe like Sub Zero Chronicles and shit. But, uh, you know, he's one of those, um, he's one of those, uh, Fujin yeah. is one of those characters that like just like never like got the love and nightwolf was too and Jax was too that's why i love mortal kombat 11 so much because Jax just got so much love and yeah he was like really the only character with a true arc he you know he, and so it, Jax it, was wonderful it helped um i will all right have you you've beaten the campaign for um for aftermath i have not yet okay i'm, I'm mostly through mm, right now uh, okay i mm, mm, mm. I got some thoughts. I'm sorry. We played until 5 o'clock in the morning, but we, me and Xanthus were passing the controller back and forth and uh, we almost died. Okay. It's all but, good. Um, we just we went, until, we went as far as we could, but I don't want to play the rest of it without him so that he can he can see what happens. Oh, I understand. You know, he's playing it, so he's invested. I understand. Um, so I'll just talk about the... Uh, have you played any of the characters outside of the um, story mode yet? Bro, you know when you buy new DLC characters, the first thing you got to do is go test them out. I've played all of them. I wanted, I wanted to make sure because I know that some people like jump directly to the story. It's rare, but I, you may have been one of those ones. Okay, so um, which one do you, which who who out of that out of that grouping of three essentially that were actually part of that DLC pack? Who have you been messing around with the most? Okay, so. Are we talking about the like the main line, like Shiva and then uh, yes. Fujin? Yes, specifically and Shiva, Shiva, Fujin, and um, Robocop out of that particular three pit set. But if you've been playing Nightwolf, then yeah, him too. <laughs> um, I, my favorite is my favorite character is Shiva. Mm-hmm. I call Shiva my forearm bay because <laughs> I think she's sexy. She I want to die death by snoo snoo by Shiva. Fair okay. That's that's the only that's the only death I'll accept. Okay, so <laughs> somebody make Shiva happen so I can die by snoo snoo. Um, <clears throat> but uh, besides her, like the one I actually enjoy playing the most mm-hmm. is uh, Nightwolf. Nightwolf okay. is fast. Nightwolf is very fast. I bought. I by the way, I bought the like the ultimate. So I have Spawn yeah. and the Joker and all those guys. Yeah, season one, season two characters, and also the aftermath DLC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Um, so, but out of those characters, it's definitely Nightwolf. Nightwolf is fluid. He's fast. He's he's powerful. Uh, his axes, his hatchets, get the job done, and he's just great. Uh, the my least favorite, honestly, is RoboCop. RoboCop is like super slow and clunky, and just I didn't like RoboCop at all. I do like his uh, I do like his uh, fatal his like. The, the last attack the fatal blow or whatever yeah, uh, yeah the fatal blow uh fatal blow or fatality in that case yeah the fa- i like his fatal blow yeah. where like it has like the you know it has the big robot coming out it's like boom, 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 yeah boom, the ed 209 um so all right i put mm, at this point i think for the for those characters i put probably about like five to six hours in um like not each but like five or six hours between between the characters between the new characters Shiva I enjoy using um primarily because uh the the stomp attack and also like some of her other combo abilities in her first variation I want to say for a tournament. Um I've done I played a little bit online with her but not a ridiculous amount. Um RoboCop I actually enjoy using to an extent, but the issue that you run into with RoboCop is that you he's a he's a zoner character. So you're going to be playing mid-range or far range and you're not really going to get in unless you're using the variation that has his grapple attack and that grapple attack isn't really all that great. Um however, his brutality is probably one of my favorites inside of the game. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. So what he does is um you you remember RoboCop one, right? Yeah. You remember barely, the sequence? Remember, it. remember the sequence when uh, Murphy got gunned the fuck down? Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, into doing that, he pulls out the um the pistol, fires about I don't know twenty shots into your core. You fall. You kill over it like backwards. He walks up, knife knife out of foot, stomps on your arm, aims at the head. Looks over, shoots the hand, then shoots the head. Rude. It is the best because it is so fucking rude. Um, and like some of his other brutalities are pretty solid as well. Uh, but I will say that the character I had the most fun with was Fujin, and that's because he is ridiculous. The things that you can do with him, like. You will, if you learn how to do some of his combos, you will be bouncing from side to side to side on a character, and that's just going to be a singular combo. <laughs> they, oh, that's he, like Raiden style or Scorpion style, uh, how they can do like the teleports. Closer to Scorpion, but his is actually running up like fake steps in air and then like doing a um, dive kick in order to pop you up or cross you up and then go into a full combo. It's he is disgusting disgusting but he's enjoyable to play shiva is fun um i really do enjoy her playstyle overall as i mentioned but the issue that i can kind of see with her is that the mid-range where in which characters like scorpion and um, sub-zero uh, they both excel at um she's going to have a little bit of a hard time doing she's going to be have a little bit of a hard time doing things but if you get in oh <laughs> high health bar by health bar because she, like very much like very similar to terminator she can like pick you up and throw you on side to side a couple different times and then just end up brutalizing you more um her fatalities are kind of lame i will say that her fatalities aren't really the best but 
like as an aesthetic level, Shiva is fucking great, and I'm so glad that she's back, and I'm glad that she lost the like foofy ass mohawk that she had in the older games, and became and yeah, she's got a like a now. new like her her new form of herself is fucking great. And um, as for the other DLC characters, well, I can definitely talk about them at length because I've played a fair bit of them. Um, but I was disappointed by Spawn personally. I thought Spawn would be better, but he. I don't know. He was just—he's a little bit too slow for my liking. I like—I didn't. I—I I, I like yeah. playing fast characters, and I, I was hoping you. Spawn would be fast. But um, I like Spawn, but he also falls into that mid-ranger trap. Um, because like when you are mid to like a little bit further than mid distance, he can do a lot of stuff. Like his um his the machine the gun variation he has is really fr- it can be really frustrating. It's like playing against Deadshot in um what was it uh, Deadshot in Injustice Two or more so Deathstroke in Injustice One. Like, he takes a lot of cues from those characters, but also he has the ability in order to use chains in order to bring you to fuck in. Um, also, honestly, the thing that I enjoyed the most about Spawn is that they got Keith David to do his voice. Oh, that's dope. Okay. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, and his disliking of Joker is great. Fucking hate clowns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because of, uh, of clown. Yeah, yeah definitely. For sure. I hadn't played uh, those two against each other yet, so yeah, they have. Well, Spawn has a lot of um, really good lines against a bunch of different people, and the dude like takes shots at so many people, and I think he ends up just straight out calling one of the characters an ugly motherfucker. Yeah, I know his his interaction with Scorpion was interesting. Yeah, because they're both demons or whatever, so. And also, uh, um, one of the conversations that he has with, I think it is Scorpion, he makes reference to his appearance in Soul Calibur 2. Damn. Okay. Well, um, uh, for one attack, though, if I could take one attack from one character that, to me, just won the entire game, Mm -hmm. there's only, to me, just one, and that is the Joker. First of all, the Joker, I love playing him because of, um, he's he's a well-rounded character, as you were telling me. He's great. Um, but the thing about him that I really love besides, um, it, it, the way he jumps, the way he jumps is so obnoxious. Um, but, uh, I really love the attack where you pull out the little Batman doll with the gun in it. It's like, Oh, I'll save you. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> if you, crack me out, dude. and if you hold it, he'll continue talking to it as well. And it's, it's, it's great. It's like that one. And also Johnny Cage's ventriloquist, um, fatality are like, instances of wow that's fucked it's more so for johnny than it is for joker but that is actually really funny i'll have to check it out because i haven't seen it i my playtime has been limited yeah um, understandable just you know but it's a. I just i want to get i want to get uh the main campaign taken care of Mm -hmm. so i have the unlocks and stuff like that and have the coins to go into the crypt yeah um... and go uh Get my get my unlocks. Yeah, definitely finish the story mode on that one. I'm not going to lie, like when I did when I played Mortal Kombat initially, um, I ended up using like the, okay. So there's a there's a challenge just set in the in the crypt, where in which you have these spikes. The spikes will have heads will have heads on them. When you do, I think it's either. 50 brutalities and 50 fatalities with a particular character and you had to do it for 
everybody. That sucked in order to be able to unlock some extra stuff for them. Um, early on in the game, there was a little bit of a thing where in which if you like walked over, if you held X, I think it was on the X on the PS4, A on the um, Xbox, when you were going into the crypt, and you could just end up forcing it to unlock automatically. And nice. I ended up just like, oh, cool, cool. I I did that shit with all that <laughs> because I yeah. as much as I as much don't get me wrong as great as it would be in order to do that there are some characters I don't particularly enjoy playing even as a person who plays a lot of different characters and it just no and then um also that's a lot of fucking time because those were if memory serves those were online victories that you had to do that with nah I'm good oh. <laughs> but uh like. Over, overall, like they did a really bang up job, which scares me because Warner Brothers is going to possibly be sold to one of the big three sooner than later. AT and T is trying to sell off Warner uh, Warner Brothers Interactive, so all like the, the Lego games and um, Mortal Kombat and some others could be going to another publisher. The three that are interested in are Activision, um, EA, oh and um, oh my god, and Two K. Oh my god, particularly that's terrible. That's terrible yeah, news. I know. Like all, all three of them. It's like I, all I said was, "Can we just have Capcom, our Japanese savior, just swoop in, snatch that shit, and say thanks, bitch, bye? Can we please? Oh because god. I don't want." I don't want a future where in which I'm buying I'm bri- I'm buying Mortal Kombat from Take Two Interactive. I don't want that future. I don't want a future that I'm going to end up buying Lego games from Activision. No, oh, oh. fuck the only Bobby Kotick. Could have been worse. Is if number three was Bethesda. That's the only way it could have been worse. Now, <laughs> I will say. Let's 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 now let's 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 think about this realistically. When it comes to Bethesda, their biggest issue is all the first party titles that they make. If they have a developer that is not under the Bethesda like not uh, Bethesda internal uh, I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. My bad dude. My bad dude, please continue. <laughs> If it's if it's made by somebody else and published by Bethesda, generally it's fine. It's software, <sighs> dude. I'm so sorry, Zach. I'll have <laughs> look, man. I'm sorry. Look, so it did everything they could right. Bethesda's meddling is part of the problem. Like fucking yeah. No, that's that's my point. De novo in Doom Eternal was oh. bullshit, which got removed. <laughs> um, the Slayers Club co- thing constantly coming up for um people who are playing online. That's bullshit, and there's no reason for it. The multiplayer mode that was there, while entertaining, that's not what people are here for. Like they're. Mm. Bethesda is the issue when it came to that game rather than anything else. And, like, it really sucks because, like, for example, um, one of the games that, pivoting on, one of the games that got shown off at the PlayStation, um, at the PlayStation showing, at the PlayStation 5, was Deathloop. And it was actually shown gameplay this time around, not just a trailer like it was, like, what, two E3s ago? Um, 
that game looks really, really interesting. It's made by Arcane Studios, who have done amazing things like Prey and the Dishonored franchise. All great shit. But Prey and Dishonored didn't... They didn't really do that well. Um, like, they weren't... Yeah. They weren't... They definitely didn't really move the needle yeah. when it came to, like, the games industry. Or anything. And, and it so, sucks because, like, Prey is an uh, underrated masterpiece. And uh, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't like Prey at all, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I really liked the things that they were doing with it. And the and also the Art Deco design that they had, I was really a big fan of for, like, Art Deco space. And even the, like, first sequence of... Um, Oh, yeah, not to mention that Mick Gordon did part of the music for it, so that would do it, too. Fair enough, but... Uh, I and mean, then I tried Dishonored 2 the other day. I actually got it from Game Pass, and... It's, it's okay. Bro, I don't know if it's just, like, a different type of game. Like, I don't know if, like, it, there's just, like, I just don't have taste as a gamer. Like, because there's, like, all these games... Like, I'll give you the best example of a game that I could not get through, I did not enjoy, and um, it just it's just, like... I found almost no enjoyment in it. And when I'm playing, everybody's like, this is the greatest game in the history of ever. It's the coolest thing you'll ever play, dude. Seriously, get ready. Get ready. You better put a condom on your dick because you're coming as soon as this game turns on. The Last of Us. Oh. Okay. Here we go. The Last of Us. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I, don't I, I don't know anything about two. I didn't look at the spoilers. I know that there's um there's a little bit of controversy surrounding The Last of Us Two with yeah. the reviews and stuff, but um I I don't I don't this I don't know. I kind of just want to see where that stuff pans out. But uh, The Last of Us is obviously considered a masterpiece. It's considered one of the highest rated games of all time. Yeah, it's all right. It's a very very well loved game and your boy because the thing is it always gets me Mm -hmm. it always gets me zach every single time when i play a game and i play it for like four hours Mm -hmm. and somebody's like no 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 the game opens up at 10 hours why is this game opening up at 10 hours open it up from the start Uh, i'm an adult i got two jobs i don't have time for this uh all right why so i'm really channeling i'm really channeling my avgn today Uh, i got you ass (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so I will definitely say this. Like, with The Last of Us, it's kind of one of those ones where in which, like, both the original and the second one, which I currently have running in the background right now, um, they are both a bit of slow burners. I mean, minus The Last of Us 1 starting sequence, which... Alright, let's go ahead and hit this real quick. Hey, um, even though, like, all... Hopefully all of you listened to the podcast that I did with That Nerd Chick TV... Yeah, yeah. that um we talked about the last of us if you heard that one then we already talked about spoilers in this but i'm going to go ahead and do spoiler warning at this time as well for the first one we're not touching the second one even though i already know what happens we're not touching that one right oh now my God. i i haven't played through the first one i i stopped about five hours in so fair enough well you already hit this one I, particular i gotta point turn anyway. this off <laughs> you already hit this particular point anyway so the first one had a slow-ish start, but let's not let's not forget that the one of the first things that happened is your daughter dying. But moving on from there, yeah, it was a bit of a slow burner, and it did take a while for the plot for the plot in order to get going. And the second one does have a similar-ish arc, but for different, entirely different reasons. And going through that one, still enjoying it currently, but we'll see how it goes whenever we end up getting to the, um, seeing the hit points until we get to the end. But 
with the first one, there were some gameplay choices that were definitely not great. There was a reason why people were making jokes of it being a ladder mover, a ladder mover or a board moving simulator. Um, and, but the thing that ends up carrying it primarily is just the performances of the actors that were in it. And I, and as you heard me and Nurchik gushing about it at the time we did that one, we do enjoy it, but we are fully aware that the game has problems. Like it being, uh, like how people are constantly like overhyping it to an extent. Yeah, there are some problems there, but the game itself is pretty solid when you get past certain points. But the problem is that in order to have a game that has gameplay, you had to get past those points. And Naughty Dog has a really bad tendency in order to kind of lean on the conventions of be, aiming more to be cinematic than they do for certain gameplay aspects. Which is a little bit better in The Last of Us 2 in comparison to The Last of Us 1. But um, you do actually get a lot more freedom in this one than you did in the first one. But the first one, let's be real, it was a fucking straight line. <laughs> that game was a straight wow. line. And yeah, it really was. I enjoyed the straight line, but it was a straight line. And sorry, I think part of it also has to do with the fact that I'm fucking sick of zombies. Yeah, yeah fair I'm enough. I'm fucking sick of them. And like, it's like, okay, you make zombies with crabs on their head, and you have Half Life, or you, you know, make zombies with mushrooms on their head, and you have Last of Us. Well, are you like, at you know, least like, at least with Half Life, there was variation. Because you, oh yeah, variation. Uh, dude, Half Life had amazing creature design. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hating on Half Life. Yeah, I, I love Half Life. Oh no, but I, I understand wish, like that particular I, enemy type. Yeah, I wish, wish, wish that uh, those cats would um finish the HD remaster they were doing of it. Um, I forget off the top of my head. It's called like, oh my god, what's it called? Are you talking um, about Black Mesa? I am. I'm talking about Black Mesa. That's done. Dude, they finished Black Mesa? Yeah, it's done. It was done, like, early this year, like, February. Why am I talking on here? Dude, <laughs> I, I played through the non-finished version. No, they actually, oh, like, my. basically, the only thing that they had left to do was finish the Zen levels, and they did it, and it's, it is, that is the definitive version to play now. There's no reason or to have Half-Life Original on your PC. Get rid of it, get Black Mesa, play that one. Everything is as it should be. And Black Mesa is free, isn't it? Um, it was. Or did they start charging? I think they started charging for it, but the thing is that it's it. it's worth it. Like one hundred percent, that game is fucking worth it. Um, did they I, like make a deal with Valve or something? Yeah, no. Um, so Valve, because Valve just sits on the franchise and does absolutely fucking nothing with it. There was a pro- it was a project that they started ages ago, as you know. And Valve has no problem with them selling it. Like they talked about, they got the rights in order to do everything. They there's no issues there. Is there's no worries about it being taken off the store or anything. It is classified as a, essentially a Valve game that was developed by somebody else. Good. Good on you, Valve. Good on you. For once. Nintendo could learn. For once, Valve actually doing something. And also, Half-Life Alex is pretty good, too. Um, yeah, I was about to say, Half-Life Alex happened. I haven't played it, because I don't have a VR rig. But... Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. I've watched some of my friends play it. it. It's been an enjoyable thing in order to see. I mean, I had to kind of abstain from that because of epilepsy issues. But it's good. It's definitely one in order to keep your eye on, and if you ever end up getting a rig that can play it, it'll definitely be worthwhile, too. All right. Well, we're getting about that time to wrap it up, so... Fair enough. 
I have something I want to play on audio. But before I do, um, I, I wanted to know if you wanted to give any shout outs, any parting words, anything. Oh, God, I didn't even get into. I didn't even get in. Okay, guys, I'm going to make this quick. July 1st, Beetlemilk.com opens back up with a whole new product line called Disaster Apparel. It's going to be sick, okay? They're designed by yours truly. Tatiana helped. She added some flourishes and stuff, made them look nice. It's really dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's going to be new Beetle Milk merch. We're going to open up with a new contest called the Let Your Freak Flag Fly Contest. It's going to, the grand prize is going to be a custom one of a kind flag that only the winner gets and it will never be put on sale. The, um, in August, we're dropping a brand new comic into our Patreon. Um, it's called Disco Infernal. It was co-written with Brian Melgar, um, who wrote The Loss of Phobia, which is on the Beetle Milk store. And it's about a demon who is, uh, he gets kicked out of hell for being too good. Satan sends him to New Jersey to learn how to be evil because it's New Jersey. So that's all coming. I want to talk about that in this episode, but I'll have to wait till the next one to, to kind of go more into it. But a bunch of stuff's coming. We got new content from Tatiana on the Patreon. Um, she's doing art tutorials now. Um, a lot of stuff happening in Beetle Milk Land. And uh, I got really wrapped up in the Pokemon thing and burnt most of our time. But <laughs> the thing is, is there's just a lot going on in Beetle Milk Land. We are um, coming back. We're better than ever. Or we're more solid than ever. We, we, just got, we got all our ducks in a row. And um, we're very, very, very excited to show everybody what we've been working on. And uh, yeah, my favorite braised beef in the entire world, <laughs> Ghost Body. Hit me with some shout outs if you wish, my friend. Um, well, kind of continuing off of what I was talking about earlier, shout out to that Nerdtick TV for still being ridiculously hyped for this game, no matter what's going on. Um, Last of Us, uh, she's streaming it still and going to probably be doing it until its conclusion. Um, Shout out to all of the people that are on Twitter currently coming out about or not about their um, experiences with sexual harassment, sexual assault and things of that sort. Like, fuck you to the people who put them through that. And for those who want to come out in order to tell their story, I applaud you, simply put, because that is true strength. fucking difficult in order to do. And for those who are not or not willing or too scared in order to do so... There is nothing wrong with that. You still are a victim. You still are valid. And those people, they, the worst needs to happen to the people who impacted you, impacted your life in that way. Whether it was just, whether it was an attempt or actual, it doesn't matter. It's still in the same fucking playing field. They're still shit. Um, other than that, uh, that's about all I got, mate. All right. I want to give a shout out to JT Music. I agree with everything Zach said, by the way. I, and uh, I'm, I'm with him 100%. You guys know how I feel about all this stuff. I think I've made my position clear on it. Um, but I want to give a shout out to JT Music because last night I was having a few drinks with Xanthus. We were playing Talisman, mm-hmm. the board game, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. And um, I decided to look up whether there was rap music based on Skyrim, because <laughs> I was curious. All right. And there is. And I am going to play it for you. 
Now, Zach, I have to... I don't know how this is going to work with Discord, so we're about to see. All right. Because I have to unplug you. All right, let's try this. Can you hear me, Zach? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Check it out. Listen to this. Let's talk through this like adults, okay? I'm obviously not a part of the revolution. I'm going to skip that part. It's the intro. Ah. Oh my god, dude. Guys, look that up, man. It is so good. Like, at the end, <laughs> they have the... Okay. At the end, they have... Um, he, like, starts... He, like, starts, like, fucking... He starts, like, singing alone to the theme song, mm -hmm. but, like, make it his own lyrics. So he's like, Dovakin, Dovakin, he's gonna kick your ass, and then he's gonna fuck up your shit. And, like, the entire <laughs> song is, like, sprinkled with jokes about uh, about uh, Lydia, the house Carl. <laughs> like, it's just, like, it's so funny, guys. JT Music did that. It's called, like, Skyrim Rap. Let me find okay. the exact title for you guys. I uh, Skyrim Rap by JT Music is called The Dovinator. Yeah. and uh it fucking uh it just killed me to death like i could not get over how much i liked it so uh, um <laughs> go ahead buddy oh i was going to say um if you like that type of thing also look into another musician by the name of dan bull d-a-n-b-u-l-l -L. He, he did a skyrim rap as well yeah, I heard it. it was yeah. good and he's done some other stuff as well and like most of his game related raps are really funny his um his skyrim rap was actually very um it was uh I like this one more because I like the beat more because yeah. it had more of a I really like that. Yeah. But um and this guy sounded like JT Music sounded like more angry and mm -hmm. stuff and I like that cuz the Dovakins, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, he's angry. But um Yelling. for sheer technical proficiency, the Dan Bull one won. Yeah. Like it was very technically proficient. So, yeah, look up that one too. Like they they both they both did Skyrim raps and they both did them great. Um and uh yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all I have. I, mm -hmm. I wanted to share that and you know just kind of give a little bit of levity to uh, give a little bit of levity to the situation. But now, my friends, I am about to go thanks to Game Pass and explore something that I've been looking forward to exploring since it became one of the biggest disasters in the gaming gaming industry. That's right. I'm about to go play No Man's Motherfucking Sky. Oh, No Man's Sky is actually good now. Oh yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, 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 got yeah. It. yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely go do that. All right. So yeah. <laughs> just so, so for everybody that was listening, we appreciate you. That was Beetle Milk. I'm Ghost, aka Zach. That's Dev. Say I something. Dev. <laughs> and we will definitely catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Have a good one, guys. Bye. This production is a presentation of Beetle Milk. If you're loving the podcast and our content, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. It lets Apple know we're legit and helps us immensely. For more Beetle Milk content, visit www.beetlemilk.com. We are also on all of the social media sites under at Beetle Milk or at Beetle Milk Stuff. Tatiana and I are writing a comic 
Divine Illness, and we'd love to have you as a patron. This entitles you to special benefits for as little as $1 a month. Please visit www.patreon.com slash beetlemilk for more info. For more information on my awesome co-host, Ghostbody, make sure to hit up his Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash ghostbody, and his Twitter, at TrueGhostbody. We'd love to hear from you. Have a cool business or story that you'd like to talk about? Drop me a line at beetlemilk27 at gmail.com and we can talk. I might bring you on. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. And we'll see you soon.